Hey guys, hope you're all doing super duper well. Um, quick thing, as always, before we get into the podcast, November and December will be remarkable. We're going to host two fantastic, remarkable, outstanding um, online sessions. First of all, 25th November. For the first time ever, we are hosting a online future fuel app where we talk about um, the future of operational fuel management in the airline industry. Um, already more than 100 experts from airlines um, registered. Um, we have people from Lufthansa as speakers. We have people from other airlines as speakers. Of course, we'll also do a speech and a lot of room for discussion. So head over to LinkedIn, head over to Facebook, search for Future Fuel Lab and make sure to join that outstanding um, conference 25th of November. And one more thing, um, 2nd of December, we will have a special edition of our AWOL product update. Also a online event, um, search for AWOL product update and make sure to join that too. We, will, we, are going to, um, we are going to launch a bunch of fantastic new features to our product, so make sure you don't miss that. And now let's get into the podcast. Hey guys, super happy to be back with um, the second edition actually of Ask Ben. Um, I know a lot of you have been have been waiting for that um, for that session, and we, we are pretty late, um, unfortunately, or luckily it was a, a very busy week, and um, we couldn't do that that new episode earlier. Um, but we're back today, and my team again has selected five um, different questions I'm going to answer. I don't know the questions yet, um, or I, I just received the questions, um, so it will be again a um, rapid fire question session. But I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it, uh, to it. and I, I think, or I, I believe they uh, again have selected some really valuable questions that provide some value, or the answers provide some value to you. And I'd say, let's kick it off with um, question number one. The most complex part when setting up a real-time dashboard is a tough question. A tough question because it it really it depends on on the client. Um, but I can tell you what is the the easiest part always. Let's let's try to tackle that question from from that direction. The easiest part usually is the technical setup because this is quite standardized. We have standard interfaces. Um, the systems we connect are most often standard systems. We know the data, we have the KPIs, we have the visualization. The technical part usually isn't the big deal, isn't the problem. Um, I'd say, <laughs> probably surprising to hear, there, there are two things um, that, that usually drives the duration, not usually, but, but that, that sometimes drives the, the duration. First of all, this whole contract negotiation um, um, period. It isn't that complex, but it usually or sometimes takes quite a lot of time because there are a lot of people involved. It is about it is about pricing, it is about law, it's about so many things um, that, that have, has to, uh, have to be discussed. 
that sometimes um, takes some time. Um, but we also had clients where we managed to do this whole contractual negotiations within, I don't know, one or one or two weeks. Um, but sometimes, as I mentioned, this can be a, a driver for duration. And the other part is about um, security. We, we do operate quite a sophisticated and a high security um, infrastructure, but still depending on the client, depending on the airline, depending on the country um, they're based, there are sometimes additional security uh, requests um, and security is always complex from my point of view. I'm not the expert in that, but I, I, I've seen how long those discussions can take. So I would say security, Contractual are sometimes trials for a longer duration. It's never about the product, the the, the content, the 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 the, the IT setup um, itself. That is usually done um, super quickly, and this is never as long as, as um, at least I, I've I've never experienced that a driver for a longer um, project duration. Okay, it's a, a question, actually, um, I think we, we, we answered that question in, in one of our blog posts, so even in, in some of our podcasts, but it, it's always a, a super relevant question for, for, for many airlines. Which systems should I connect to a operations um, real-time KPI dashboard? Actually, there, there is no one-size-fits-all answer. Um, it depends, of course, what kind of KPIs you want to see. and what kind of KPIs you want to see should depend on the goals you want to achieve. So if you want to achieve goal X, Y, Z, you should check which KPIs you could use to um, manage to monitor the, the um, achieving this goal. And based on the KPIs you need, you can then define um, which data is required to calculate the KPIs. And based on the data, you can define which systems um, you should connect. But to, to give you a, a, a more tangible answer on, on that, First of all, usually we're talking about the operations controls. And I think for each of our clients, we've connected in a first step, the operations control system or the system that, that hosts the, the operations control data. Um, this is simply the, the most essential driver for a operations dashboard, get information about flight, real-time information about, about flights, um, about operational changes and things like that. So operations control system, first and foremost, the most important system to connect. And then it really depends. Um, you can go for maintenance um, relevant aspects. So we have to connect a, a maintenance um, operation system. Amos, for example, is a, a very prominent example. Um, or if, if you want to go for more passenger related KPIs, um, talking about things like um, Amadeus Altera or, or Sabre Worldspan and all that stuff. Um, we've also connected things like ACARS, um, weight and balance system. So it really depends on the KPIs you want to show. It, it makes sense to start with operations. It, I, I would say it also makes sense to continue with maintenance, but then it's, it's really up to you what kind of, of KPIs you would like to display to show on your um, real-time KPI dashboard. Which KPIs will gain importance in the future? Um, it's, it's, it's a tough question, although I, I, I like to, to do kind of a prediction and, and, and forecast. I I think we, on, on the one hand side, we will still have the, as, as I like to call it, love to call it, um, those, those evergreen KPIs. They, they will remain on-time performance, 
regularity and those those KPIs that have been around for the last I don't know ten uh, two three four five six centuries um, decades sorry centuries was a bit too long decades <laughs> um, however based on that pandemic situation we are facing right now I think that we will see the rise of two different types of additional KPIs or a, a shift of focus to um, two types of, of additional KPIs. The first type of KPIs that will have or gain an, an increased importance is about KPIs that helps airlines during the next month and years of restarting and um, managing this, this, this quite different operations. Talking about KPIs like um, how many um, aircrafts are parked, how many aircrafts are in operations, block hours probably will be gain more importance, average block hours, um, things like restricted countries, um, operated routes and restricted routes. So all the, the KPIs that are in relation to this pandemic situation and KPIs that show how your operations is getting back on track. Um, I think those type of KPIs will gain increasing importance during the next months, especially, but they, they will be, um, they will exist for probably the next 12, 24 months, depending on, on how that whole um, situation develops. And the other type of KPIs, and this is also actually related to this um, pandemic situation, the other type of KPIs that will gain an increased importance is about KPIs to control costs, because this, this pandemic situation really puts enormous pressures, uh, pressure on, on, on airlines, and airlines are forced to control costs and to reduce costs. That, that is for sure. So KPIs that lets you control control operational costs will be will be very important. Things like um, delay costs, compensation costs, um, cost of operational changes, misconnect costs, um, baggage, lost baggage costs, all those things. Um, and still, I, I can tell you, a lot of airlines still are not using those KPIs. And, and they, they will focus on those KPIs during the next month and years because costs will be one of the most dominant topics and you need KPIs um, because you know what, what, what you can't measure, you can't improve, or what you can't measure, you can't manage. So you need cost control KPIs, operational cost control KPIs um, to, to handle that, that upcoming situation. Um, so I think we will still see the, those evergreen KPIs, um, but additionally, we will see um, KPIs to manage the, the restarting process, the operations, and we will see um, a focus, a strong focus on cost control KPIs from my point of view. <laughs> I love those those personal questions, but actually kind of a stupid question, I have to say. Um, no, it isn't boring because um, I can tell you why, because <laughs> Aviation and and data slash information are the are the two topics I, I'm I'm really fascinated about, and I think that accounts for a, a huge part of of our of our team for the people here at Information Design. Um, if it would be boring, first of all, it would be very very sad if I had to do this, and second, I wouldn't do it because if it bores me, I wouldn't do it. Period. So I I, I do that because I'm fascinated about those topics, and that's why I love to do it. So it isn't boring at all to do that for me. Okay, this, this is a, a very, very simple question actually. 
um, because if your KPIs are not available, accessible, seamlessly accessible on your mobile, on your smartphone, they are simply irrelevant. They don't exist. Today, no one wants to access KPIs um, by using their, their computer or a laptop or whatever it might be. Life happens on your mobile. Just think about your private life. All your apps, all the things you're doing, a huge portion of that you're doing on your mobile. Banking, reading, listening to music, listening to podcasts, reading um, newspaper or reading latest news, playing games, whatever it might be, everything happens on your smartphone. And if something doesn't exist on your smartphone, as I said, it is irrelevant or it will be irrelevant in the future. And and this is this is pretty much binary, you know? People are binary. And I think a KPI solution that isn't available or KPIs that aren't available on a mobile, on a smartphone, are simply a waste of time, period. Hey guys, super fired up to host that third edition now or that third episode of Ask Ben. We, we really uh, received so many um, extremely positive feedback um, and also um, recognize that many of you have been, been watching the, the first and the second episode of this um, new format. So I'm really fired up and pumped to, um, to host that third episode today. Um, I think my, my team again has selected some really valuable questions. I, I, they told me there are a lot of um, innovative questions or questions on, on innovations today. So I'm, I'm happy to, to answer that, um, especially then, uh, since I, I always love to, to talk about um, innovative things, um, innovations when it comes to, to KPIs, to um, airline operations information. So super much looking forward to, to answer um, five questions today and let's uh, rock and roll and start with um, question number one. Yeah, like that question, um, but it, it isn't that easy to answer because there, there, there are many innovative things and we do have many innovative thoughts and when it comes to KPIs, to KPI solutions. Um, I'll, I'll give you three examples of um, topics I'm, I'm thrilled about most at the moment. Um, example number one is that feed-based approach, that, that means um, changing the way you visualize or you display KPIs, get, moving away from that um, traditional dashboard style where you have a very fixed um, um, very fixed way of, of displaying KPIs and accordingly you can only display a fixed amount of, of, of KPIs. Moving to a feed-based approach as you know it from, from Facebook or from Instagram, um, you have a timeline you can scroll through and you can present a lot of more content in the timeline compared to that um, fixed dashboard approach. I think this is a um, 
innovative idea which will pretty much dominate the, the future the future way we are using KPIs so this is number one number two a I think um, I think um, we, we um, integrate into our product lately is about push notifications I'm super pumped about that idea or about that concept that means um, we, we set up a component that is constantly um, processing KPIs in the background um, and trying to identify if a KPI has changed tremendously. For example, the, the on-time performance has dropped within the last hour for um, about 2% or uh, the number of passengers um, today are way above average on a typical um, Tuesday or Monday or whatever day it is. Um, and whenever this component detects, uh, detects such an um, exceptional situation, it sends out a push notification to the smartphone, to the tablet, to the smartwatch of the respective users, informing them, actively informing them about that situation. And I think this is, this is so super in interesting and essential because it changes the way um, you use KPIs. You no longer have to check KPIs constantly, but you get actively pushed, actively informed whenever something happened. And, and I think there's something, um, we, we are at the beginning of this development, but it will also dominate from my point of view, the future of KPI usage at, at airlines. And number three, and this is really a, still a very innovative thing. I've, I've talked about that, I think, uh, during um, the first episode of, of um, um, Ask Ben, or we, we have some, some other videos and podcasts about that. It is about um, using voice assistants, Alexa, Siri, Hey Google, and, and those those guys, um, using them in order to ask questions. At the beginning, very basic questions on how the on-time performance right now, but then very very quickly moving to a way that you can ask more complex questions um, about um, how is uh, today's on-time performance for my Airbus fleet compared to last year's average. Things like that. Um, this is super innovative from current point of view, but I think this whole voice assistant um, aspect will will play a major role in the future. Probably not not tomorrow, but um, when when looking at a time horizon of, of three to five years, this will be a, a extremely valuable um, or an, an aspect that holds an extreme value for an, an improved convenience for getting answers for getting information much more quickly then you can can get it today what to focus on in in, in post-covid time I, I really do hope first of all that that we are really now witnessing the post-covid time that we are not facing a, a second wave um, two things from from my point of view that are important during the the upcoming month and um, probably years First thing, talked about that lately, um, is to have additional KPIs to monitor, to manage that restarting process. Um, we, we, we set up a whole bunch of additional KPIs like aircraft usage, uh, number of parked aircraft, number of um, restored routes, um, restricted countries and things like that. So all the KPIs that allows you to better monitor and manage this whole restarting process with all potentially with all the ups and downs that are contained during the next week, uh, weeks and months. Um, so additional KPIs that um, let you um, manage and monitor a situation. And on the other side, and this is not purely KPI focused, it will be about um, managing and reducing cost, IT costs, because um, we all know airlines are now under extreme pressure 
to cut costs. We heard about that or read about in the news about um, um, staff reduction, about expenditure freeze, and I think IT costs um, are also one um, aspect airlines will focus on. And still, from my point of view, and this is a more general aspect, I think um, still many airlines rely on quite old-fashioned, outdated, on-premise solutions. They still have not made that shift to, to the cloud, to cloud computing. And I, th I think this is a, a, quite a weakness for many airlines. Of course, they're using, let's say, Office 365, Confluence product, products and things like that, which are hosted in the cloud. But when it comes to airline-specific systems, operations control system, data warehouses, master data systems, and all those things, they're still relying on, my point of view, ridiculously overpriced, old-fashioned, um, on-premise solution. And I think the name of the game for the next month and years will be cost, re reducing cost, cost cutting. And moving to the cloud is one measure still many airlines have to, to utilize and should utilize from my point of view. So on the one hand side, monitoring additional KPIs. On the other hand, um, transforming or shifting um, systems, specific airlines, specific systems, not those generic systems, specific systems, to the cloud that are probably from current point of view the two most essential aspects airlines should or have to to focus on a cool question future plans and inspiration um, i always love those uh, inspiration questions um, future plans i think um, this very quickly explained and although i, I don't want to use those um, ask ben session to to promote our products um, but one thing you probably heard about, we are, we are heavily working on at the moment, is this A-feed product. And this come back, uh, comes back to the, the aspect I mentioned earlier in, in this video. Um, transforming KPIs from a dashboard view to a feed-based view. And I, I really think there's so much potential in it. Um, contextual content, calculating hundreds and thousands of different KPIs, but only delivering the KPIs which are relevant to a specific user group. You can really then target specific user group. You don't have to show the same KPIs for each and every one at your company. Though there, there are so many possibilities included in a, in a feed-based approach. I'm, I'm literally pumped about that idea. Um, but there's a lot of work to do in the background, um, establishing or developing component that calculates um, hundreds and thousands of KPIs every minute, every hour, um, component that select which of the information are distributed, are displayed um, to every thing, uh, single user. So there are, there are many things we're currently developing in the background, um, but this is certainly a, a product we will focus on in the next month and years. Um, if you haven't checked it out, um, you can, can um, head over to a website. Um, you will find a link to a feed. This is the name of the product we are developing. And as I said, this whole feed-based approach, I think, is um, one of the most, most essential for the future. And where do, do we or do I get inspiration from? I think that the most important aspect is to look left and right, to look what, what other industries are doing, what, what is happening around you. And I always try, especially try, because I'm a, a huge social media fan, I always try to look what are the big social media players are doing? Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, you name it. Um, I always try to look what are, what are they doing and how can we adapt those ideas, those content, concepts to our business. And this whole feed-based approach I was telling you right now is basically 
again, this is based on our on our observations of this um, of, of social media channels because they are doing that um, for for many years this feed-based approach. And what we did is we are adapting this idea now to a airline KPI airline information system. So I'm always trying to to look left and right. Um, to look what are the, the, the big players are, are doing in the market and then trying to adapt those concepts to our very specific niche products for the, for the airline industry. Are airlines all using the same KPIs or are there different? Very, quite interesting question. Um, let, let me quickly think. Um, I would, I would say uh, both of it. Um, there, there is a set of certain KPIs, I always like to call it evergreen KPIs. Most of the airlines, at least our clients, are using those KPIs, talking about on-time performance, regularity, cancellation rate, all those really evergreen KPIs that have been around for, for, um, for decades and probably will be um, essential for, for, the, for the next decades. Um, and most of our clients are using those um, evergreen KPIs. And on top of that, it always depends then on the um, respective business model of the airline. For example, um, huge um, network hub and spoke carriers are then using additional KPIs to, um, to manage, to monitor their, um, their, their network, their hubs, um, things like misconnects ratio um, or specific hub performance um, KPIs. And we, we do have low-cost carriers that are more focused um, on um, utilization stuff, um, aircraft utilization, um, seat load factor and things like that. So I would say there is a, a, a common base of KPIs almost every airline is using and then you have on top maybe 25-30% of additional KPIs that is then tailored to the business model and of course also to the goals an airline want to achieve with the KPIs. Um, I think that is um, for, for the most of our clients, this is, this is the case. 70%, 75% of, of common KPIs and then um, 25 to 30% of, of tailored KPIs, um, specialized or tailored um, to their specific business model um, they, they, they're operating. The most important part of a KPI solution. Um, I, I have a, a rapid answer to that. It is about, and, and this is most of the, 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 the people, most of the airlines are, are, are not considering, not taking care of that aspect. I consider the most important part of a KPI solution is about how to get the attention of your employees, how to get the attention of the people who should use that KPI solution. Many airlines, many clients are focusing on, on KPIs, they are focusing on data, which is not wrong, but they always forget who should use that and how do they get the attention of those people. And I think it's, it's, it's a game of attention. We are all distracted by, 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 by so many things. Um, again, social media, um, uh, uh, and social media apps, your, your smartphone in general, you have so many apps on your smartphone, you're, you're, you're bombarded with, with so many information the, the entire day. It is about how to get the attention of your people to check those KPIs, to monitor that KPIs. And I think this is only possible if you have a solution that is first of all, first and foremost, tailored to smartphones, um, 
and it provides a really superior user experience, a superior user interface that really that people people have to want to use that 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 solution. They 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 have to choose this KPI solution instead of checking their Facebook, their Instagram, their Twitter timeline. And this is a game of, of attention, and this is quite often over, overlooked by, by many airlines, that it is not only about calculating the, the KPIs, it is not only about getting the data. In the end, ultimately, it is about how to get the attention, how to build a solution that really catches the attention of the employees in order to make them check the, 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 the KPIs constantly on and on and on. This is probably, from my point of view, the, the most, by far, most essential aspect of a KPI solution, how to get the attention of your people. It's not about data, not about KPIs, and probably not about visualization in the first step. Um, it is more about how to get the attention, how to reach the people at a point where they want to use um, your solution. Hey everyone. Welcome to the fourth episode of Ask Ben. I'm super happy again today to host that, that session um, together with you. Um, and again, my, my team has um, selected five questions they've been receiving um, from you. And I'm now extremely happy to um, have that session and answer again those um questions you had in mind and you you would like to 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 get answered so um as always i'd say uh, let's rock and roll and start with question number one what is my favorite airline kpi oh a poof <laughs> a question i've actually i've, I've, I've never thought about I, I really have to admit and um i have to say that I'm quite, um, I, I have no emotions, let's, let's say that way. I have no emotions when, when it comes to KPIs. I don't like a specific KPI more than another KPI. Um, and I'm also, I'm, I'm not the, the airline operations expert. I think there are many people out there. I've, I've never worked for an airline. Um, there are many people out there um, managing day-to-day -day operations in an airline that know much more about airline operations and and which kpis are essential and important for them though it's quite hard for for me from my perspective to to define what is my, my, my favorite kpi um nonetheless one thing that comes into my mind and i think this is probably quite quite valuable at, at, at this point um i have one kpi i think which is very valuable but still um, rarely used at airlines, and and I think this this should be a KPI that should be um, um, more often used at airline, and this is called passenger punctuality. Um, I guess you you know most of the airlines, or actually I think all airlines are um, um, monitoring the on-time performance either in real time or on a weekly, monthly, daily basis. Um, however, I think um, the on-time performance has the potential to um, create wrong assumptions because even a very good on-time performance, let's say um, 87, 88, or 90%, still can lead to many disappointed or um, unsatisfied um, passengers. 
And the passenger punctuality is more or less a more sophisticated version of the on-time performance. That means it does not only um, track how many flights have been on time, have been punctual, but it also takes the number of passengers into consideration and then comes up with a number of um, the percentage of passengers that arrived at the desired destination on time. And I think this is a, a KPI which is potentially much more important to airlines um, than the on-time performance is. It provides more value, it, cre it creates more insights, and it, from my point of view, um, much better helps to manage and to monitor on operations. Still, as I said, it's, it's quite rarely used. And um, I, I hope probably with that video also, um, I can motivate some airlines to, to discover that, that KPI because I think it, it, it really can help um, um, a lot to, to improve, to monitor operation. Um, this is probably, let, let's call this my, my, my favorite KPI, but as I said, in, in general, I'm, uh, I have no emotions when it comes to, to, to KPIs. Um, I, I think KPIs in general are extremely important, extremely essential. Um, so I'm, I'm a fan of basically each and every KPI, at least um, nothing that comes into my mind, but then I, I finish or, with, with that question. Um, at least as, or as long as they are um, quite simplified or they they contain a, a certain simplicity uh, i don't like very complex kpis where you have to explain a lot um, a kpi that people don't understand i think those kpis are not that valuable so short answer after a long answer um passenger functionality um i would call that my favorite kpi but in general every kpi that provides a very simplified but still um valuable um message or input to the audience um, is a KPI um, I, I, I like very much. Can you explain contextual KPIs more in detail? Um, a, a very um, very interesting area, contextual KPIs. Um, I, I have been talking and, and writing um, a lot of, um, about this, this topic in, in the recent weeks and months. Um, contextual KPIs, to explain that more in detail, um, has two, two aspects to consider. Um, for me, contextual KPI first is about um, providing only those KPIs to a user, to an audience that are relevant to him. Um, I know that still um, many airlines are calculating a set of 10 15, 20 different KPIs, operational KPIs, and then show or provide those KPIs to all of their employees or to, to the different um, stakeholders, users that are interested in, in, in that KPIs, in, in those KPIs. Contextual KPIs in first step for me um, means um, to set up more than 10, 15, 20 KPIs, but to set up um, different versions of KPIs, for example, let's take the, the on-time performance, you have a on-time performance for different traffic regions, for different fleets, for different airports, and so on and so forth, and then provide those KPIs to specific audience and make, make them contextual to them. Um, so for example, um, people that are working um, for an airline in, let's say, Middle East, so we have a European airline, um, but they have people working in the Middle East, um, you not only provide the, the overall on-time performance to them, but also tailored on-time performances tailored to their specific traffic region or to the to the aircraft um, that are um, flying to this destination. So contextual means um, create KPIs that provide more context 
to um, the person that are looking at the KPIs instead of showing only very generic KPIs. Um, as a second point, and, and this is a quite a new field, and I, I consider that as a field with a huge, huge, huge potential when it comes to contextual, contextual KPIs. That means um, instead of calculating only 15, 20, or even 30 or 50 KPIs, you start calculating hundreds, several hundreds or even thousands of different KPIs, but then you only provide those KPIs to the audience that have a, a relevance. That means if, for example, again, take the, the on-time performance, if the on-time performance is, is just normal today, 89.3%, um, the KPI does not provide that value because it's, it's, it's quite okay today. Um, but probably, a certain on-time performance for a certain traffic region or certain fleet shows a exceptional value today. So you take this KPI and provide that to the audience. That means calculating many KPIs and then selecting those results, the, the KPIs with exceptional results, and provide those KPIs to your to your audience in order to show them there is something which is not normal, not usual. And that's uh, this for me is. The, the second part of how to make something or how to make KPIs contextual. Um, calculate more KPIs, um, tailor KPIs for a specific audience and calculate hundreds and thousands of different KPIs and then only provide the KPIs that are exceptional, the values or which have um, um, exceptional values and provide those to an audience. Those are the two aspects for me when it comes to contextual KPIs. My three best tips when it comes to airline KPIs. Um, let me quickly think. Um, I think they're they're, they're quite airline independent. But my, my three best tips when it comes to to KPIs are first um, keep them keep keep your KPIs simple. This is always the my most important tip I, I give to our clients. Don't overthink KPIs, um, keep them simple. And simple, this is always important to mention. Simple does not mean to only go for boring KPIs. This is not about, this is not what simplicity means to, to go for boring KPIs. Um, simplicity or simple KPI means you have to dismantle the complexity of a KPI to really capture the essence of a KPI and provide this in a proper visualization to the audience. And from, from me, a KPI is then a, a good KPI if somebody who is not dealing with that, um, with that um, topic is looking at the KPI, understands it in a, in a split second. Then you have created a very good KPI. And it is extremely, extremely um, challenging to create such KPIs. Simplified or KPIs that, that contain a simplicity that catches um, your audience in a split second. And, that makes your audience to understand the KPI um, rapidly. This is my tip number one, keep it simple. And it's so extremely challenging to, um, to achieve that, um, that goal. KPI tip number two, um, I would go for um, make your KPIs contextual and a bit different uh, compared to the, to the contextual KPIs I was talking about uh, with question number, I think it was question number two. Um, make your KPIs contextual um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a basic version means not only provide the, the value of the KPI, 
on-time performance 87.5%, but provides some more context to the KPI. Again, that helps the audience to understand the KPI. You can achieve that by um, applying some, some color schemes to the KPI, provide average values, target values, comparison values, the, all the different information that helps, again, your audience to understand the value they are just looking at. Because although um, many of the values of the KPIs are pretty familiar to you, um, if somebody else is looking at it, they, they don't know if a on-time performance of um, 86.4 is a good on-time performance or should it be better. And then context um, very much helps to understand a KPI. And KPI tip number three I would go for is um, forget about KPIs. Don't overthink KPIs, but think about how to reach the audience how to distribute the KPIs. Do you need a mobile app? Do you need your KPIs to be perfectly visualized on a large video screen? Who is your target audience and how are they, are they going to use um, the KPI? So um, it is a aspect which is often overlooked. Many airlines always concentrate on setting up the KPIs, gathering the data, um, focusing on calculation methods and stuff like this quality and so on and so on and so on. But they totally forget um, about how to distribute the KPIs and how to get the attention of the audience. And this is one of the most essential aspects. Um, and without considering this aspect, um, I, I would say you shouldn't start a, a KPI project because it's very likely that it will fail in the end because no one will take care of your KPIs. So KPI tip number three isn't about KPIs, but um, it is about think about how to distribute and how to catch the audience of your um, uh, how to catch the, um, the attention of your audience. How can KPIs help to save costs? Um, very good, very interesting question. I think especially in during these times right now where um, every airline, um, at least I talk to, is, is focused on, 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 on cost savings, um, obviously because of this um, challenging times um, based on... Uh, um, based on, on, on COVID-19, the whole pandemic situation, the reduced operation and stuff like this. Um, however, um, two things. First of all, I'd say a KPI solution, um, regardless if it's um, our AWOL solution or any other solution, is not directly contributing to cost savings. Um, this is this is absolutely my, 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 my conviction, my understanding. Um, I would never tell an airline if you're using our solution um, you can save X, Y, Z um, euros or dollars. Um, this is not the way I would do it. On the other side, on the contrary, and this is extremely essential, I also have the conviction that cost savings without KPIs is not possible. So they do not directly lead to cost savings, but it's not possible to achieve cost savings without KPIs. So what do I mean? Um, I'm convinced that you need KPIs in order to first create an awareness and to second have the ability to monitor, to manage, to control certain aspects of your operation, either on-time performance, crown performances, crown operations performance, um, different cost control KPIs, um, baggage, um, misconnects and stuff like that. They all contribute to the fact that you know what to do in order to save costs. Though they're not directly lead to cost savings, but they create a fundament you can then utilize in order to initiate measures that um, achieves uh, that, that, that achieve cost savings um, for you. So there's no direct cost savings from my point of view related to KPIs, but there are 
very, very essential in order to have that fundament to build cost savings measures um, upon of it. Thanks very much for watching. Um, I hope you enjoyed that um, episode of um, Ask Ben. If you have the feeling um, that you would like to, to get some more content, um, I really invite you to subscribe to our podcast. Um, our podcast called ID1 Odd Experience, and we publish one episode every weekday, Monday to Friday, one episode um, with everything about airline operations, KPIs, innovations, um, new thoughts, ideas, and so much more. Um, you can find that podcast. It's called ID1 Audio Experience, um, either on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Podomatic, on Deezer. Uh, you will find that on, on almost every um, podcast platform. I really invite you to um, head over to, to the platform. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, means a, it means a lot to us. Um, and... Um, Really, we, we provide a lot of valuable um, content every weekday. So make sure to check that out. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on youtube we are putting out so much video content at the moment a daily video show called uh, ben talks we've got a weekly session um, called ask ben behind the scenes material really limitless video material about airlines kpis innovations our thoughts our products and so much more so um really means the world to me head over to youtube search for information design one the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.